0: Hi creepsers! I'm Barry Marino. And I'm Philip Landry. And this, this is Open Shutters! Scary Ghost, Creepy Serial Killers, all things that go bump in the night. Enjoy the view from the open shutters. <laughs> hey Philip uh, we, we're
1: back. We, we we were out for a week. You weren't feeling well, huh? I was not feeling I'm feeling a lot better. I appreciate all the well wishes. I actually had a pretty severe infection that sent me to the ER and I've been uh, taking my antibiotics, and it's it's a little bit of a slow recovery, but I'm very thankful for all the medical staff that helped
0: me. Yeah, all those well wishes. How'd you get to all those mailboxes at one time and write all those letters? Oh, I think I just, I'm just going to say I'm thankful.
1: (laughs) I don't even know if I had energy to eat more about that. I'm actually just thankful we're back. I got, you know, I'm gonna have horoscopes for y'all later on, and I'm really, I'm just really thankful that y'all were patient enough uh, to wait for this episode. So. Yeah,
0: and this is one that everybody's been waiting for. This is a good one, and uh, but we have a lot of stuff to discuss in the first half too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what, did, what was it? Um, I've been watching that. Uh, I've still got one episode left, the Cecil Hotel. Oh, yeah. Netflix we're going to have, we're, uh, not, I mean, not
1: anytime soon, but eventually some point this year, we're going to have to find some time to talk about oh, yeah, we the crimes at the Cecil Hotel. But yeah. it's a
0: really, really a creepy, creepy, creepy docuseries. And I've all, I haven't even seen the last episode yet, but there's something in the third episode that just is sticking in my head. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want have any spoilers. Oh yeah,
1: and I finally, I finally got to watch, and I think you said you saw it as well. They had the uh, Antebellum movie on yes, I Hulu saw that on Hulu. Yeah, no
0: spoilers on that if you haven't seen it, but very, go watch it. Very very good. And tonight, we today we went to see. Now you couldn't come with us last week. They've been showing the Lord of the Rings movies at the AMC theater at the IMAX. Yeah, and they show them in the IMAX. So we went to see. Uh, a bunch of us went to see the first one. Curtis, Lance, and William Alvarez and I went to see the first one, but Philip was too sick last week. But, but was, I have seen them so many times. I'm like, a, but you came with us to see the second yes, one yes, today. Yes. And yeah, and I would tell you, you have to see Lord of the Rings on IMAX. It's the only way to watch it.
1: It did bring back
0: great memories from like 20 years ago. Like, oh, you were, and you wouldn't even think it's so hard to believe that that was 20 years ago because it looks like it. It just looks brand new. And
1: I, but no, the thing about it is, it it all of your more contemporary fantasy films owe so much to that trilogy.
0: Yeah, even great Game of Thrones. Oh was, yeah, yeah. No, I would see the the influences oh, yes. Of Game of oh, Thrones yes. there, though, Yeah. Yeah, I really you know got my got my geek on watching that today. And um, we also uh, we have uh, well we have a, a few obits today. Because we missed some Oh, yeah, we missed two, week. we had two weeks. Yeah, yeah, so we got two weeks worth of obits. So I'm going to start with the first one, uh, Christopher Plummer. You remember him? Oh. Baron Von Trapp from oh, The Sound no. of Music. He, um, he died at the age of 91. And he, he became the oldest Academy Award winner in history. He was a zaddy in his day. That man was one
1: hot man. The man. I must be honest. That man
0: has credits up the wazoo. And he has loads of credits. the wind. Yeah. Uh, he played uh, J. Paul Getty in the um, the, um, the movie about the uh, kidnapping of the grandson. Oh yeah, he he played Jay He he played him in that movie in the theatrical movie, and then there was the the FX mini series where Donald Sutherland played the same character, played J. Paul Getty. But he's mainly known for Vi- Baron von Trapp in The Sound of Music, and uh, he was also married. His daughter is Amanda Plummer. You know who she is from. Uh, Pulp Fiction. You know the two that robbed the the diner in Pulp really? Fiction. Yeah, that's his. I was, didn't
1: know that. You, I'm finding out just now what he's saying.
0: It, he <laughs> was married to Tom, to uh, Tammy Grimes, a, a, a um, Broadway actress, and that's their only his only child is Amanda Plummer. She was born in 1957, yep. same year. And as I saw the he.
1: interview they did with Julie Andrews after he passed, and she had some wonderful things to say about co starring with him.
0: Yeah. And uh, a second one that we didn't, that we have made is Mary Wilson, one of the Supremes. Oh. She, um, you know, that Diana Ross is the last of the original Supremes left. Because Florence true. Ballard died back in the 70s. Wow, that is and true. And it was, I don't know, is Cindy Bird's song still alive? I'm not sure. But um, she's the one who replaced uh, Florence Ballard. But Mary Wilson and Diana Ross were, you know, the Diana Ross is the last... Um, the last of the original Supremes, so she was one of the founding members, and she and Diana Ross had kind of a turbulent relationship. He even wrote, "Well, I mean, come on, that happens in most most groups at some point." Especially, well, Diana Ross went off to be a movie star and. And then things came out that she wasn't really that nice of a person. So Diana Ross Ms. was the Ross. Diana
1: Ross was the Beyonce of her time. She was a diva. Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce.
0: I, I, yeah. Well, actually, it's funny because <laughs> when I was a limo driver. Or I Beyonce drove, is the Diana Ross of her time. <laughs> I drove um, uh, Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. Uh, you remember the first Sims <laughs> uh, uh, game, the very first one when it first came out, like twenty yes. years ago. Yes. <laughs> Well, people used to make these skins, and they would put them online for you to download into the game. And I got De- Destiny's Child, and I didn't even know the names of any of the girls of Destiny's Child. So I named them <laughs> Diana, Mary, and Florence. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. And I just happened to get it right. The Beyonce one was the one I named Diana. And the Michelle one was the one I named Mary <laughs> Wilson. And I didn't even realize that I, was, I had it right. So when I rode her in the uh, in the limo, she was really really nice. She she chartered me for the whole day, and when I rode her in the limo, she says uh, I told her about the the Sims game. This was many years later. She says I said, and it just happened. Beyonce happened to be Diana. I don't know. She said, well of course. She says, and I had to have been Mary Wilson, wasn't I? I said, yeah. <laughs> you were Mary Wilson. So uh, and that's so she goes. And she says, "Well, I can't wait to tell Beyonce about this." I said, "Yeah, because Beyonce is kind of the Diana Ross of of Destiny's Child." She says, "Beyonce is much nicer than Diana Ross." That's what oh, we, all that's right what now. <laughs> so, um, the, you know, the Supremes went on after Diana, uh, and they had a few hits after Diana Ross left, including "Stone Love" and Nathan Jones. And those were the two. Those were two big Supreme hits. Without Diana Ross, Diana Ross went on to do uh, Reach Out and Touch Ain't No Mountain High Enough" and oh, many, many, many others. So rest in peace, Mary Wilson. We're gonna rest miss in peace, Mary. you a lot. All right, let's move right along. The uh, next one we're gonna have is you remember Larry Flynn, Hustler Magazine founder. Nasty man, huh? But he,
1: but he made so many young men's
0: Fantasy scum Young straight man. straight man. But you know, every now and then he would sneak in a naked man in there, you know, just to for them pansexual boys, I guess. it didn't
1: mean, and then he is behind the, the the club that was on Bourbon Street, you know. Oh yeah, and,
0: well he. Um, I remember some of the early episode, some or episodes, some of the early issues of Hustler. It came out when I was just about old enough to read pornographic material you know i just about reached that age and he used to it used to be really really homophobic in the beginning yeah and then when the anita bryant stuff started he really came out in favor of the gay community and he did a 180 degree turn Uh, his and he became like a really big supporter of of you know he supported marriage equality and everything, so he became a really big supporter of the LGBTQ community. I get they, they changed those alphabet letters on that thing so many times. I have no, I have no, I, I never can get them right. But anyway, he also was a big pro, uh, free speech. And the thing I like is he um he uh, he got sued by Jerry Falwell and won.
1: Oh, that was entertaining. Yeah, uh-huh. they even
0: that, that even. uh Oh, one thing its he, he, um, he paid the paparazzi $18,000 for nude pictures of Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis and, print, and, and published them in the movie. They were real fuzzy paparazzi pictures, but we got to see Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis's junk. Oh, don't say it that way. <laughs> and it's like, okay, and I don't know. I didn't want to see Jack and Kennedy on NASA's naked anyway, so I don't like him too that, much. The, well, that's kind of
1: intrusive, paparazzi uh, photos, so yeah.
0: Yeah, really. Okay, the next one's a little bit on um, you know, lower scale, but anybody who's a fan of Dark Shadows, have you you're met, of uh, uh, soap opera fans? Yes. The ja- actor uh, Christopher Pencock, he's uh, mostly known for Dark Shadows, General Hospital, and Guide and Light. He, he died at the age of 76. On uh, Dark Shadows, did, did you ever watch any of the old Dark Shadows? Yes. Okay, did you ever see the one where the Leviathan storyline, where the little kid grows from, they, they, first they get a little baby, uh. and then they get the little bitty kid, and then they get the sort of older oh. kid, and then he's an adult, and he falls in love with Carolyn. Well, he okay, played yeah. that role. And then he went on oh. to play, uh, the, when they went to a parallel time thing, he played Dr. Cyrus Longfellow who was also, who did the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing. Okay, And was tormenting a barmaid. You know, Dan Curtis used to love the rip-off old classic horror stuff. And then his last role was Gabriel Collins back in 1841. He was a really, really nasty family member that was in a wheelchair, and he was pretending that he was he was crippled, but he wasn't. Anyway, he was really good at playing villains, and he played... Um, I I I've never was much of a General Hospital, but I know in God and Light he played Doctor Justin Marlowe, who was actually a good guy, that one. So anyway, um, so and uh, last a last death is uh, Rush Limbaugh, the conservative, right wing attack machine, as they have on this article I'm looking at now. He died today, at the age of seventy, of lung cancer. Lung cancer is a terrible thing. I really wouldn't wish it on anybody. I'm seeing that look on your face. I know you want to say something, but you don't want to say it. Nope. <laughs> what else you got? So no, I see. <laughs> what else I got? All right. I want to talk about something that I uh, I heard uh, that I, I was I got interested in. It was an article I read about. You remember Shelley Duvall? Yes. She was a. Um, she she was pretty. She got to be a pretty big star in the '70s and '80s. Her first movie was with Robert Altman, uh, Stewart, uh, Brewster McLeod. I never really saw it. It's got kind of a cult following. Her co-star was Bud Court, you know, from Adam, Harold and Maude. And then she did Nashville. And uh, but, but her biggest, her biggest hit was The Shining. Yes, everyone right. knows her as well. The that was her Shining. two signature roles came in 1980, The Shining. And then she was Olive Oil to Robin Williams' Popeye. Yeah, but everyone today knows her as the woman from The Shining. Oh yeah, well, and they know her as Olive Oil too. So. But anyway, it seems that back in, uh, she she pretty much left Hollywood in the 90s. She did do her last film in 2002, which was an independent film, and moved back to her native Texas. Now, about uh, in, the, in late 2016, Dr. Phil got wind that she was suffering from mental illness. And he looked her up and he got her to appear on his show. Mm. And did you see any of the footage from that show? It's... It's rather disturbing. For one it's thing, calm. she doesn't look. It's you wouldn't never believe this woman played Olive oil because she's gained a lot of weight. She's really big now, and she's very. She's aged badly, and she had. Um, a, you could see she's a smoker because her teeth are all nicotine stained, and she got on there and she was talking about how she thought Robin Williams was still alive, and that he's shape shifting. And she was saying some really crazy oh. stuff. But Dr. Phil has got, got a lot of flack for that because it seemed as though he was trying to bait her, to make her say these crazy things. Um, D-
1: Dr. Phil is a controversial character. There's times when he really does hit the mark and he is really helpful. There's other times where... And and, and it's one of the reasons... I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything, per se, negative about him, but I am going to say... He's human and he makes mistakes. And that was possibly a show where he made a mistake.
0: Well, anyway, last week a a, a reporter from the the magazine Hollywood Reporter uh, looked her up again and found her. And and from what he said, she was actually doing better now. But Dr. Phil was trying to put her in a a facility. He said he wanted to get her help. And she went to the facility, but she refused to sign in. So they just brought her back to Texas. Mm. So she said that... um, She was, uh, from the article I read, she's not doing so bad. Well, that's good. But she said about Dr. Phil, she says, uh, uh, Duvall still gets visibly distressed at the mention of Dr. Phil McGraw's name. And she says, I found out the kind of person he is the hard way. My mother didn't like him either. A lot of people, like Dan, that's Dan is her husband, a partner, said, you shouldn't have done that, Shelly. Following the broadcast and its backlash, McGraw attempted to contact Duvall. She said, he started calling my mother. She told him, don't call my daughter anymore. But he started calling my mother all the time, trying to get her to let me talk to him again. And she said, um, the overall takeout from the recent uh, interview was that she's comforting a Texan lifestyle far away from the glitz and glamour of Hollywood in Los Angeles. And the profile uh, that locals look on her is more of an eccentric aunt than a faded movie star. So, um... It really and truly, they said, you know, they said that the infamous Dr. Phil clip is just one fragment. look at on how the now 71-year-old's life, which is not nearly as telling the full picture. So I don't know how I feel about Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil can be, it seems to me that he could be kind of, uh, I don't know. They all know this about race. Well,
1: and he's not alone in that because there's a lot, I mean, we just know him as high-profile, but there are a lot of psychologists and psychiatrists that mishandle, and, and, and there are some that do handle it very well, but there's a lot that do also sometimes mishandle. They're not perfect. They're, they're, like I said, they're people. And that is also one of the things that we're going to have a whole month next month where we're going to be talking about asylums and mental health mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And we're going to be getting into a lot of those topics.
0: And I so, think, you know, I think maybe even everybody should just leave Shelley Duvall alone. Yeah. She's happy in her life. She left a great body of work. Of course, The Shining, uh, Nashville, Three Women, or some of her movies, of Popeye, and that wonderful fairy tale theater from, uh, from the 80s on Showtime, where she got all these big stars to play, do these she even got one with Mary Steenburgen as Little Red Riding Hood. And Mary Steenburgen was married to Malcolm McDowell And the, and the, the way Tom, you're saying it, she, played the she
1: is trying to seek out help outside of, you know, the spotlight. Yeah. And I think that
0: should be respected. People's, yeah, I, you know, people's yeah. If
1: I mean, people should be allowed outside the spotlight to handle their mental And health.
0: she seems like where she's living, she's happy. They even showed that, you know, for her, her last birthday, for her, 70s, for her 70th birthday, they had a big party for her at uh, Is the Red Lobster's her favorite restaurant, and she likes (laughs) to go to Red Lobster, and she just get those. She just wants those those cheddar biscuits. She (laughs) doesn't want to be a movie star anymore. And (laughs) to tell you the truth, she 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 let herself go. She uh, she may have done that on purpose, so nobody will try to cast her in anything. We don't know, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, wish her well and hope
1: she has the space she needs to do the healing she needs and for herself.
0: Yeah and you're feeling better too now huh oh well oh yeah well i
1: said earlier yeah i'm just i'm, I'm still recovering a little still on antibiotics but yeah that was for the physical health
0: yeah <laughs> all right so what we're we gonna do now we're gonna go back to a commercial for our own business barry marino's craft creations and then we'll be right back as some of you may remember and if you're new to our podcast i have another business that has finally become live on the internet. It's Barry Marino's Craft Creations. I have made ha- afghans, hats, scarves, and much more, and more coming weekly. Great thing is, we sell holiday items all year round, so you don't have to wait till that special time of the year to order what you will like and enjoy. Thanks to our Raz, it's easy, interactive website to see what has been put on the internet. And after a long wait, finally, we got the Gentilly Lace line of candles live! We have wonderful scents for any household, or just for the season. Also be on the lookout for our Christmas and New Year's holiday candles. And guess what? Our seasonal candles will have something a little special in them. A little out of the ordinary, but we have put charms in the candles. From King Cake Babies for Mardi Gras to Champagne Flutes for New Year's. So look out for our website. Barry Marino's Craft Creations dot com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-M-A-R-I-N-O-C-R-A-F-T-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot com. All right, you know, we back and guess what? Philip has some more horoscopes for us. Are oh, you ready? Yes.
1: Actually, I wanted to get what missed last week where I was supposed to actually do the Valentine's horoscopes. So what we're actually going to do is what I was supposed to do last week, but I've adjusted it for the astrology of this
0: week. Oh, good, So So
1: it is lined up for this week, but it is the How to Kill Your Lover
0: edition. Oh, everybody wants to do that from time to time. Oh, on. yes.
1: I'm letting each sign know how
0: to kill their lover. All three of them. Uh, of the exes, I've wanted to kill at one time or another. And somehow, they're all dead anyway. And I didn't kill them. Well, let's start with Aries.
1: All right. Aries, you need to take a leather belt and wrap it around their neck. They may think it is kinky, but quickly it will turn to something way more fatal. Oh. You will pull tighter on the belt as their voice is silenced. Oh. After a while... They will sit there limp with the light leaving their puppy dog eyes. Oh. They should have done a better job kissing your ass
0: and licking your boots. Oh, remind me not to marry an Aries if that's how I have to die. You
1: don't need to be getting rid of an Aries, period. Okay. You as a cancer with an Aries, that is way too much thing. Okay?
0: What about a month is Aries, by the way? That's
1: gonna be late uh, late part of March and April. Oh, okay.
0: I never I don't think I've ever dated anybody. Okay, good. End.
1: Good, avoid that. You don't need that in your life, yeah. Taurus,
0: ah, this is what you need to do with y'all lovers. Isn't y'all? Aries a uh, uh, Roz Is Aries?
1: No, our Raz is Gemini. I tell you this every oh. single time.
0: Ah, that, hey, maybe I'm getting dementia, so okay. Okay, we're not even there
1: yet. We're on Taurus, the bull okay. people. You like the, the bull bo- people? Don't you like the bull people? I usually get yeah, along with Sharon, them. Yeah, Sharon Barber Streisand, yeah, stars. you yeah. get along with them. So, Taurus, this is what you need to do. You need to dangle them from the rafters upside down with a rope tied around their feet. Make sure they are naked so they can feel every lash from your whips and chains. How is that any better? Bask in the blood as it rains down on a circled pentagram you have drawn on the floor. May their sacrifice and screams please the Dark Lord. Oh, my goodness. That's a, that's that's
0: worse, actually. Oh, well, you know.
1: Gemini, now this oh, no, this, this is, is our, our this is our Roz. Yeah, this is,
0: this is Okay, this is Will. Yes, who's You're, not with us tonight? I know. He took I know. tonight off. He needed. He needed. He needed. He needed a a sanity night. Well, he does. He does a
1: lot. He for does a it, lot so. of work. Yes. So yeah, Gemini, your method is definitely for the birds. There are many individuals that have been buried alive, but you have a flair for the dramatic. You have decided to string your lover up in a death hammock high in the canopy of, of the woods to participate in their own sky burial. Really? You even found ways to encourage predator, like predatory birds to feast on their flesh. I wonder
0: if he did that to his ex-girlfriend. I hope no. That seems kind of creepy. <laughs> he might have. Yeah, you never know. Huh? Y'all are
1: getting quite, quite creative this he, week. Jim he talks
0: and about her a lot, but we never have met her. So where is have she? Have you ever seen
1: pictures of her? No. Where is she? Oh wow. Mm. <laughs> hmm. We'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> well, now we've arrived at
0: cancer. Your uh, your lovely sign. Okay. Let's see. I had three chances to do all this. <laughs>
1: So you need to take them on a Caribbean cruise and go take in the view of the ocean from the deck. As you are hugging them from behind, slice their throat wide open and throw them overboard. Their corpse will fall to its watery grave, but the scent will surely attract attention. The sharks will assist in disposing the body. Well, the first two definitely
0: deserved it. (laughs) The third one, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> don't oh, even know he deserved to get slapped every now and then. Oh, okay, that's different. And current <laughs> one he deserves a slap every now and then too. But the first two really deserve that. <laughs> yes, I know. Especially the first one.
1: <laughs> Leo. Oh that's that that's our friend Curtis. Yeah, and that's that's that, our other Curtis. And that's my other
0: son and that's
1: Curtis. So let's see
0: he would loot Leo, soon. prepare
1: the hot tub for them complete with rose petals sprinkled on top. That is so romantic, they, they'll never suspect. As they get settled in, fix them drink after drink, each one getting them more drugged than before. After they have passed out, leave them in the hot tub, turn
0: up the temp, and watch them drown and boil. I can't imagine Curtis doing anything having new rose petals.
1: The it's drowning to,
0: and boiling stuff. Well, rolling. that's the whole but point. It's to grow. lure. It's to lure. Well, I would know something was up. When the last time that man ever put rose petals anywhere? I
1: don't know. He might try it. He has a little romantic moments every now and then. I've heard. Well. <laughs> Why you ain't giving him no credit? <laughs> I guess not. All right. Well, no, no other comment on Nate. Maybe you might have watch you back now.
0: Yeah, maybe so.
1: Huh?
0: <laughs> Virgo
1: good luck trying to kill your lover this week you might be so clumsy and make so many missteps you will kill your own damn self or cause them to kill you keep it simple and you
0: might be successful Well, you know my dad was a virgo and he was a he was a a number one doofus so he might kill himself (laughs) by accident when he was trying to kill somebody else
1: that's what i'm telling them like usually virgos try to be very complicated it's it's, it's not the kind of week for y'all to do that, okay? Man. It isn't about your strengths, but more about their weaknesses. Ah. If they have an allergy, use that to your benefit and send them into anaphylactic shock. Uh. Keep it simple. But the, like, It's hard to tell a Virgo to keep it simple. You know that, right? Yeah,
0: that's true, yeah. Oh, yeah, my dad. Oh, God. Big, you know. Men. Virgo men more than Virgo women, even. It's can like Virgo, Virgo men are so. Can straight men be drama queens because if they can. Yes, my straight dad...
1: Virgo men are some of the worst ones. Oh,
0: you know my dad used to do, like you know the cab was his and I used to drive. The, he, he he owned it at first, and I could total the damn thing out and it was like okay you know, we'll take care of it and get it fixed everything. But if I got a little scratch in it, he'd go ballistic. And one time, somebody in the parking lot put a little dent. In the cab. So he's coming out there, he's looking at it, he's fine. And Fred comes home for work. And the minute Fred comes home and gets out of his car, he goes, I'm going to put a bullet in my head. Oh, my. I said, okay, you want me to load the gun for you? (laughs) (laughs) But he had to have an audience. Once he had an audience, he had to get all drama. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Oh, well, what kind of loins did I come from? Oh, I know. Huh? <laughs> well,
1: well, the other was your mother, which is Libra. Mm-hmm. You, you always say fabulous things about her. So we're at Libra now. Yeah, she, she, she knew he was a doofus too. Right. <laughs> so Libra, you, you will go above and beyond to not just kill them, but to get away with it. Looks like you will book a skydiving expedition over the desert. You will make sure that their parachute is rendered faulty. You love making things look like an accident. At least they will be high from all the edibles you had arranged for them to eat earlier. Oh, my mom loved to cook and give people food and everything. <laughs> Would she bake weed into things? No, but she... Don't she... She, say she wouldn't because if, if it was legal, she might have.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think yeah, she still, she was one of those, it's a gateway people. Yeah. She thought it was as bad as heroin. Oh, good. But she, um, she loved to cook and she loved for people to eat her, her cooking. And she loved, and anytime I'd eat something that somebody, like, like she, you know, her Italian dishes were her best. Okay. But if I ate somebody else's stuffed artichokes or lasagna, I'd say, oh, that stuffed artichoke was good. She'd go, better than mine. No, Mom, nothing's better than yours. No, you
1: can't. You can't.
0: Well, everything I had said,
1: just make sure you are the beneficiary before doing any of that, okay? Okay. Scorpio.
0: I dated one of them. Well, that's me, but you didn't date me. No, I didn't date you. No, just friends. This was, I was 30, (laughs) and this boy was 18. That was like my first daddy thing. Oh, Lord. And, you know, if it's funny, now that boy would be in his early 50s, so it would be a little more (laughs) age-appropriate. Hmm. You know.
1: Intriguing. So, Scorpio, too busy recovering from your own near-death experiences this past week, it might just be a good idea to hire someone to do the job for you. Yeah. Plenty of hitmen services on the dark web, you usually enjoy doing the killing yourself, but your energy is low. What better way to spend that stimulus check from the government?
0: I wouldn't even know how to get to the dark web. I don't really. Well, or I wouldn't. tell I you. I, tell I you, wouldn't tell you if I did. Early, wait a minute. <laughs> let me say, early in the internet, I got really hooked on porn. I got. A, oh and Lord! And I would just, I would just surf porn all day long. And one time I got to something, and it gave me a granny porn site. And every time I would close it, it would open back up again. I'm just Are like, we seriously talking about granny porn on I, the internet? I'm talking about women in their 80s that look like Granny Clampett. And I would close this window, and it would open back up again, and it would open back up again, and open back up again. And I had. You're this- admitting this on air right now. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's twenty—it's almost thirty years ago. Uh, Nobody—it's it, it, we talking. Wait, nine this days. was the
1: early days of the internet. The early days
0: of the oh, internet. that had to be. And I was like, oh, geez, what am I gonna do? So what I did is, is I did what I'm they used—I—I I, I did what they used to call an illegal shutdown. You know, when you shut it down without going through the the motions of hitting, I just what I did is I turned off the the power strip. <gasps> And turned it back on again. And when it came back up, I looked and saw, and there was no sign of it. I said, "Oh, thank God!" Because I, I certainly did never want to see that again. Wow, wow. Well, it was. You, you, it's not saying, and, and you know, you can't. I still can remember it because you can't unsee it once you've seen it. No, nope. no, nope. it's burned in your brain. Yeah, you know, i, I'm, I some
1: brain cells from that burn. Talk about burning people's brain, <laughs> Sagittarius. Oh, that's, you know, that's my man. Yeah. Y'all probably have a mind control drug at your disposal to put thoughts in your lover's heads. Suicidal thoughts. Aren't you a crafty bastard? Whether it is telling them to shoot themselves or drink the poison, you will get them to make the coroner's job easy. The real kicker is that you will be more than ready to call 911 to report their death with all your acting skills in tow.
0: Oh uh, well you know my first one was Sagittarius. They would probably pull some shit like that. Oh too, he would huh? pull all kinds of shit. He was crazy. Crazy. Crazy fool.
1: Well, talking about your current. We we we've arrived at Capricorn. Oh, oh, arrived at Capricorn the Capricorn, one.
0: Capricorn. Capricorn I like to say
1: Capricorn. Capricorn. You know how criminals return to the scene of the crime? Yeah. The only reason you are returning is because no one has found the spot you dumped the bodies. The current lover will meet the same fate as those past ones, somewhere deep in the marsh. No need to go into the weapon or act. It's sure to be some generic stabbing of a knife through the heart over and over
0: again. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: so you're avoiding him, right? Oh, you're I avoiding think, him
0: for this week. <laughs> I think I'll go spend the night at the motel six.
1: <laughs> no comment. I've heard some stories. Oh, but that motel six—the
0: <laughs> one near here—oh, there are all stories of that place. Oh, Lord. And I can tell you some of them, but I want—I can't say it because there's mixed company on the uh, uh, in our m- audience. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they think bathhouses are out of passe, you know that that's that's where the bathhouse is now. The motel six in Motel 6! S- <laughs> yes!
1: Thank god, thank god I got a man and I'm shacked yes. up. I've been shacked up for years.
0: Good deal. But I want to keep myself from getting stabbed in the heart maybe I should go there. Or maybe just at least sleep on the couch. Oh my easy chair.
1: With your own knife. With my own knife. Yeah <laughs> Aquarius Sure is going to be an elaborate cat-and-mouse chase you have planned for your lover. You have been crowdsourcing the funding for this lethal game. All the money sitting nicely in an offshore bank account to boot. It's like a race around the world, but with the real threat of danger for your partner. I hope they read the clues carefully and are prepared to eat some strange things along the way. Bon voyage to you both.
0: It's not too bad. A lot,
1: a lot of the Aquariuses make a whole, like, traveling game out of it. You know, at, yeah. least, at least they give the person an adventure before they kill him. That's
0: right.
1: I mean, you can't say you didn't live. Yeah. You know, if you were with an Aquarius. At least they took you on a grand tour. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. You know, if that there's worse ways to go. Pisces. Once again, you never cease to amaze in your abilities. This time you have actually made a deal with death to borrow his grim powers for the weekend so he can take a beach vacation to Florida. You will be reaping many souls, including your soulmate, at the moment. It was their time to move on to the other side anyway, so you can bring in the next object of your seduction. So Florida is the other side? Well, no, that's that's where death's going. The death is going to have his little beach vacation this weekend while Pisces ah. take over the role of death ah so death can go have like a little weekend in Florida
0: and death takes a holiday yeah it's that's th- an old movie actually. actually did
1: you see during this whole covid madness where the man dressed up as death and was actually on the beach like i think that no, was like, i didn't
0: see like that. this
1: past year he would actually go where the beaches were crowded and would be dressed I did as death see
0: that.
1: Uh, i thought it was i thought that was wonderful I enjoyed
0: every bit of those videos. Oh, Lord. So anyway, that's it? That's it. Y'all have fun killing y'all lovers. Okay, and now we really and truly want to plug our craft business. So we're going to rerun that commercial, and then we'll be right back. We'll be right back. With the second in our series of Love Hurts, When Love Turns into Murder. And this one is really, this is an old case from the 40s. So, but this was, but this one's really, really, really a creepy one. Be right back. In case some of y'all remember, I have another business that's finally become live on the internet. It's Barry Marino's Craft Creations. You know about that one, don't you? Oh, yeah, you? it's wonderful. <laughs> I have made Afghans, table runners. You've seen some of my work. Hats, scarves, and much more. And more coming weekly. You know what the great thing is? We sell holiday items all year round, so you'll not have to wait till that time of year to order what you would like and enjoy. You can buy your presents. And oh, get I your love it. shopping done early. Uh, thanks to our Oz, will it is an easy, interactive website to see what has been posted and guess what? We finally got—we finally got a, light, a, a line of candles. Light. Oh yes! And we will have wonderful scents for the holidays. They're just for seasons. A holiday line will have something special. Like right now, we have purple, green, and gold Mardi Gras pan candles. And guess what, Philip? What? We put a king cake baby inside. You there. got to and, uh, put the king cake baby in there. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's so cool. They're so pretty. I wish that we were actually on YouTube right now so we could show them. But anyway, you can go to our site if you want to see them. Barry Marino, craftcreations.com. B a r r y M a r i n o C r a f t C r e a t i o n s dot com. I wanted to spell the whole thing out so that nobody, everybody gets it right when they want to come to it. All righty, thank you. We are back. Now this uh this next story is the second. In our series of "Love Hurts" when love turns into murder, and this is a case that goes back to between uh, uh, 1947 and 1949, it's, a, it's the Lonely Hearts Killer, Raymond Fernandez, and Martha Beck. Now, um, they between the uh, those years, they are suspected of killed twenty people. Now, it's really strange how they, they came about. Uh, Raymond Fernandez was born in December 17, two thousand, uh, nineteen fourteen in Hawaii to Spanish pre, uh, parents. Hawaii wasn't a state back then, but it was a territory, so he actually was a, a, an American citizen. And he served in World War II, and a steel hatchet fell on him during his during time in the military in the military, and it injured his frontal lobe, which uh, may have affected his social and sexual behavior. And upon release from the hospital, he stole some clothing and was subsequently imprisoned for a year, during which time his cellmate converted him to belief in voodoo and black magic,
1: Mm. which he believed
0: gave him power over women. Now, Martha Beck, she was born Martha Julie Seabrook, on May 6, nineteen twenty, in Milton, Florida, and um, allegedly due to a glandular problem, that you know they, she was overweight and underwent puberty prematurely, and uh, she that also brought on promiscuous behavior. So uh, she um, she got pregnant as a teenager, and she even joined a traveling circus. And um, Truman Capote claims to have known her when he was a little kid, when he was 10. And then she finished nursing school, and she married, and she became pregnant again. The first baby she had out of wedlock, the second child, she the, 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 the man, his name was Alfred Beck. He married her, but they divorced six months later. She gave birth to a son. Now, she was... Um, she was unemployed and a single mother, and she escaped into a fantasy world. She used to read romance magazines and novels and watch romantic movies. And then she finally mm-hmm. found a job at the Pensacola Hospital for Children in 1946. Now, she placed what they used to call the Lonely Hearts. See, we don't, that, that's something we may have to explain to today's audiences. Lonely Hearts, they were like Lonely Hearts tabloids. They were like these... Uh, these newspapers personal. and they were it all like personal, pers- all personal ads. Yeah. Listen, well,
1: so that's because now we're in this age where everybody's swiping left and swiping right and doing all this on these different ads. They're funny, not used to that because idea. there
0: was really a stigma with that. That was actually for people who couldn't meet anybody any other way, and it was all always a lot of obese, unattractive women and kind of socially awkward Big Bang Theory type guys. You know that that wouldn't uh, that weren't considered traditionally attractive, and it also it also attracted con men and scam artists like Ray Fernandez. Well, we still got they still have scam
1: artists out oh, yeah. there on the oh, ads yeah. nowadays.
0: Oh yeah. Oh definitely. So uh, she she placed all, uh, a lonely hearts and Raymond Fernandez answered it, and they started. He visited her, and for a short time they started a little bit. Um, of a romance and she believed that they were going to be married. So he went to New York City and she made preparations in Milton for her wedding. But she was fired from her job because they found all of the lurid, dirty love letters she and Ray had. And that, back in those days there were all kinds of morals clauses and jobs. Yeah, you we would actually lose that. your job because you slept with somebody you weren't married to and things like that. Now, you know, we, we can't do that today. So then she uh, she packed up and she went to his uh, here she robbed him doorstep in New York in New York City. And what happened is, is she didn't realize that he was trying to scam her, but she found out. And he was he he decided he liked her. So he incorporated her into his scams.
1: Hmm.
0: Now um, what he would do is he he would he would answer these lonely hearts things from women. A lot of times it was older women. And she would pose as his sister, and they would scam the women out of money, and then leave. They oh, take wow. their money and go. And uh, but with her um, posing as his sister, it, it it made them believe. It gave them more of a sense of of um, security. They they figured, oh, you know, <coughs> this man's bringing his sister, so he must be okay. Kind of like a chaperone, was what they were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So they start. So eventually. But when he would, he was he used to promise her he would never have sex with the women, but he didn't always keep that promise. And when she found out about it, she would get violent. So what happened is, is the first murder was a woman named Janet Fay, who was sixty-six years old, and they became engaged. Well, and you know, Martha Post as a sister. Well, Martha caught them having sex, picked up a hammer and whacked Janet Fay on the on the head. But the woman didn't mm. die, and. So she got Ray to strangle her, and it, it, we're going to be talking about that movie in a little bit. But, uh, she got uh, Ray to strangle her, and the family became suspicious, and they disappeared. So then they went uh, to Wyoming Township in Michigan, in the suburb of Grand Rapids, and they stayed with a woman named Delphine Downing. She was a 28-year-old widow with a 2-year-old daughter. And, uh, Downing got aggravated because she said, Ray wore a toupee. And she saw yeah. all this toupee, and it freaked her out. So, Martha, being all nice, gave her some pills to calm her down. And the pills got her all jerky. They didn't have Xanax in those days, but it was probably something similar. <clears throat> and when she was all high, they shot her in the head, and then they went and drowned the baby, the two-year-old girl. Mm. Now, uh, they, did not, they had a couple other women. The one woman, they, um, they drugged her and put her on a bus from th- to Florida. And by the time she got to Florida, she was dead on the bus. So what happened was is, um, that when they killed Delphine and, 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 the, and the child, Renelle, they went to the movies like it was nothing. They came back, wow. and the neighbors started getting suspicious. They didn't see the woman and the child. They just saw this man and this fat woman going around the house, so they called the police. The police came, found the murder, found, um, found the Found the, the bodies of the child and the uh, and the woman. And so then they, uh, they both confessed to the murders, and they, they, they denied committing 17 that were attributed to them. So they... Um, the the state yeah yeah uh, Michigan didn't have the death penalty at the time, but New York did, so they sent so they wound up confessing the Janet Faye murder, and that's the one where they were they were sentenced to death, and on March eighth nineteen fifty one both of them were executed, he was executed, and she was executed about two hours later, and they still were writing each other dirty nasty love letters all the time they oh, were to the throw. <clears> row. <throat> now we watched a movie. That was based on this case called The Honeymoon Killers. Yes! With uh, Tony Bianco as Ray and Shirley was, Stoller it on, as Ma It was on the HBO Max. It's on HBO yeah. Max now if you want to see it. Now, it's made 1969, it's released black and white and in yeah. 1970s, black and white. There's a younger Doris Roberts, you know, Marie Barone from Everybody Loves Rain. I know and,
1: you had to point it out. I didn't notice that at first. And then when you pointed it out, I'm like, oh my gosh, it is.
0: She plays... She plays... Uh, uh, Martha's friend. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of differences in the movie. The movie doesn't follow the truth. What happened was, is uh, when Ray said he didn't want any children, Martha put her children, sent her children to the Salvation Army. She just, okay, I don't want them anymore. I'm surprised they didn't just kill them. <laughs> yeah. And she gave them to the Salvation Army. Now, in the movie, they show that she was taking care of her elderly mother, and she puts her elderly mother in the nursery. Yes. And they have her all kind of torn up about it. You know, <clears throat> and the movie shows that doesn't show them as being really evil. It shows uh, her as it's her. And she gets enraged and has anger issues, and that's how the murders happen. Where in real life, I think she was really an evil, calculating woman. Don't you?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, and normally I don't do this, but since we're talking about lovers and compatibility and all, I was listening when you gave the um, the birth dates. Yeah. That's a strange ass match. You think you said December seventeenth, nineteen fourteen for him? Yes. Yeah. That would make him a Sagittarius tiger. It was December seventeenth, nineteen fourteen, and her. She would have been because she was nineteen twenty. She would have been a Taurus monkey. Now, her being a monkey that that is very calculated. They're She's highly in- like an elephant, actually. Well. Come on, Barry. Be nice, okay?
0: I don't know if I if I have to be nice to her.
1: Not to her, but, you know, like, honestly, about... We can't fat shame dead serial killers? Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, but anyhow... So, I actually feel like she was very calculated. You're trying to say she became sex crazy. I think
0: she was. No, she was from the beginning. I, I think, think she was from the of I, She was beginning. I think that was part of her She was sexually promiscuous from the time. That was a, part of her game to work the system. She went through puberty at 10 years old, and she started having sex at 11. Yeah.
1: I do <clears> think he was overly alluring. He did actually, I think at some level... Did use her, but also enjoyed. He was intrigued by what she was doing. But I'm not to say I think they were the best match. I think it was a crazy match. Like I think that they didn't really help each other out. They helped each other spiral into this. They they spiraled each other into
0: this criminal madness. uh, They were awful people separately, but together they were totally toxic.
1: Oh, it spirals into this criminal madness. Yeah. And they and and they bring out. What they think is the best of one another, but it's actually the worst instincts in one another.
0: Now, the movie showed it was a, much more sympathetic to her than she deserved it to be because they showed where she had some guilt about killing uh, Delphine and Renelle and she I called the police on them. She called the police and turned them in. Turned herself and him in, she, and that's not what happened. They went to the movies. They lived in that house with the bodies for a few days until the neighbors. I don't, the and I don't think there. she
1: would have turned him in because, as much as she didn't like sometimes when he'd sleep with another woman, the fact is the woman was already eliminated out the picture. Yeah, so she got her man back, and that was the whole point. If, if you think about it, is is everything she seems to have done in real life was always to get him back. Yeah, as long as she as long as she wasn't really losing him it was okay
0: but well, like there were scenes in the movie now this one was totally made up where they with the um, they're at the lake with this woman and he starts making out with the woman while she's in the lake swimming and she try- purposely tries to drown herself oh god that, that was definitely that scene was ridiculous i think i think uh, that is actually the trait of someone with borderline personality disorder and I don't think she had borderline personality disorder no. because a borderline fear has a feeling of emptiness, and I don't think she felt and, empty. Borderline doesn't always know what they're
1: doing. I think she knew every she knew everything single she thing was doing. she was doing. Yeah. And he, 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 he knew she was like that, so he knew he could use that to his advantage as well.
0: Yeah. And he took that advantage. Oh yes. And they, they, you know they just were. Um, I don't know. It's just. And why kill the child? Why not just leave? Even for to put, to Leave the child at the firehouse and go off. Now, you know, there's another movie made. It's on uh, Tubi called Lonely Hearts. And in this movie, uh, Jared Leto plays Ray. And of all people, Salma Hayek plays Martha, which is total miscasting. Because Salma Hayek's hot and beautiful and sexy. Okay, they were trying to sell that movie. Now, in the movie, in the old movie, and John Travolta's the cop that's right. trying to find him, that's trying to catch him. Now, in the first movie with Janet Faye, they had they, they, they didn't do it the way it really happened in real life. They had the lady, she had had withdrawn all her money and gotten cashier's checks, and she was worried about her money and they had that big chest remember, with the name on it and they had painted that was stupid and she was worried about the money and she started getting panicky about the money and that's when she hits her on the head with the hammer right? and then has him strangle the old lady to death it's a very very disturbing scene but that's it's a
1: disturbing scene but I think the real life was probably a lot more that just seemed like it kind of seemed off in the movie
0: I think if it was done in real life it would have been a lot
1: even even more intense.
0: Well, I think the acting in those in those scenes was really good, especially the lady that played Janet Faye. Oh, she yeah. was an old radio actress. Oh, yeah. She never had done many. I think that's like the only movie she did. Yeah. She did a lot of the radio soaps and everything back in the 30s and 40s. But um, in the, the, the next movie, which was made in 2005, the Selma Heilig movie, Alice Krieg plays Janet Fay. You know Alice Krieg? You know her from a movie. She was in the movie. What was it called? Nightcrawlers or something, where uh, she and her son were these like werewolf or vampire people. They and, d- and, d- and d- her son was was um, Leo from from Charmed. The actor played Leo in Charmed. Oh, okay, I, to, I kind of. Okay. And then she was in the movie Ghost Story. She was the ghost, actually. Hmm. And, um so she was a much more attractive woman than the woman you had in that first movie and he does they do she does catch them having sex and waxing with the hammer they did that one correctly
1: okay now hold on I have to admit, go back to the honeymoon killers for a moment okay and mention just the obligatory um product placement in the bed oh
0: the oh yeah the box mm- of candy
1: where where Mar- Mar- Martha Beck the character, yeah, the character is sitting there with a box of the Whitman sample We actually, we actually have a prop sitting here of the yeah, Whitman. We have it. The, the Whitman, sa- Whitman sampler box, the chocolate sitting here. Cause that scene, she even is going on the on the inside cover, like trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, gonna have that little well, chart. She eat, the the thing. chart, oh, yeah. yeah, and she settles on the chocolate truffle, and then you see later she's done actually eating the whole damn box. It didn't really matter what she chose. And she's passed out. And she's passed out
0: from a diabetic coma, apparently. No, she wakes right up again. Oh yeah! I think she just got a big old sugar rush and then sugar (laughs) sugar crash. But there's, I mean, it it, it would be believable that she'd be diabetic. But
1: that was the funniest product placement I had ever seen. In a while, yeah.
0: I had forgotten about it because it goes so fast. I had to point it out. You had to go and find it. I had it. to go look through the movie. I, and I, to find
1: it. I totally, when I was watching, I was like, "Are you serious?" I was laughing. <laughs> it's as crazy as the
0: movie was, I was really laughing at that part. Now the movie was made back in like, in, like I said, 1969, 1970. It was made basically for the drive-in. It's in black and white. It's one of the last movies I think that they actually made in black and white. Right. And. Um, it's funny, cuz if you want to make a movie in black and white now, black and white film is more expensive than color film. But today they do Isn't everything digital. But th- let's say in like in, in 1990 when they made when they made Schindler's List, it was uh, it was more expensive to make that movie in black and white. Than well, now it color. might even be easy to do all of it because now they Well, di- it's all digital now. Now they could just edit yeah, every, and throw everything, everything in the black and white digital. with a click of a button. Yeah. <laughs> so now everything's, everything's easy digital now. And the last black and white movie I know of that was released would have been that silent one. What was it called? The Artist. Yeah.
1: The one of the best one was uh, Schindler's List. Well, she, well, was, Schindler's well, List It was was in the nineties? Right? Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. was actually I had to. And the only thing I think ever in that one was like what the, was the little red, the little red, yeah. uh, the girl with the red. Yeah. Now you a,
0: know. Now you see um, things. You if you look at movies, you know, it was, it was talking about black and white, just almost every movie was in black and white. And some of them were in Technicolor, say, from the 50s. Well, even in the 40s, had movies like Meet Me in St. Louis. It was of Oz, too. Well, Technicolor was an win? expensive. I mean, I
1: mean, it was expensive. Technicolor, would you would only did it if the movie was worth it. And all television was in black and white up until, like, about 1966.
0: Yeah. And um, and for a
1: lot of people, it continued to say black and white because that's
0: the TVs they had. Yeah, because some people didn't even have a color TV a color until the 70s. Right. Yeah. And, um but the last like the big movies that were black and white were like uh who's afraid of virginia wolf and i think in cold blood and then after that you'd still everything started coming in color all the time everything and then paper moon which was made like in 1973 that was in black and white and it was a novelty by then right have a movie in black and white you have to have so, a really good reason for it now. So getting back to this movie, The High Moon Killers was made like... it's. It was like maybe what they would have called the B-movie back then. It was made to show drive-ins. It wasn't a major film. It almost has a John Waters quality about oh, it. Oh, I know. Sorry. The acting is kind of... You know, but I... Like,
1: <laughs> it was something.
0: But you know, it's considered the classic today. It act. was. It was real... I, and, I, I must and say. And it's considered one of the best movies. It's considered... It's... It... It... it overshadowed it's the poor quality of its you know the poor technical quality the acting and the uh, the story and everything overshadowed that and uh i enjoyed it i think i still think it's a pretty good movie you know it's it, it's a driving movie but it's i enjoyed it did you enjoy it i enjoyed
1: it but now it just presents so many questions about what went on what was going on in their minds like really what can love make people
0: go crazier than they would have individually i don't know about you know about her she had such anger issues and she had a violent temper i'm not sure she wouldn't have done something without him now, him, I think he was just a con man. He just wanted the money. But he still So, so you're he, saying
1: she would have probably done rage killings of some sort. She might yeah. have been a killer nurse or something down the road. Yeah. If he, uh, she might. If have even, he wouldn't have been in the picture. She
0: may have even killed her own children if they got in the way of what she wanted, you know. She she but him, he all he was trying to do was just he was just trying to bilk them with their money. And I think it it was an ego thing with him. But she got him to the point where, you know, he had by the time they killed Janet Faye, he had to go along with what she said. So, really, if we look at it, she had the mind of the killer. Yeah. He oh, just... She was on the, the, yeah, she, she was a mastermind of all the murders. So And, and that, presents, that does present, like especially when
1: I was looking at it, presents him more as possibly the sidekick. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, she was... Um, but they, they did make her... But you have to look at that era. But they gave her more of a conscious, because at the end, when she calls the police, it looks as though she's she's uh, she's having problems with the fact that she killed the child and that kind of thing. But
1: even the fairness—I believe—but even the fairness of that era, they weren't as fair as they are now because they would looked at it as, "Oh, he was the man, so he must have been more responsible for the murder." Yeah, they didn't really. And, and I'm not trying to put it down, but they really didn't look at the evidence when it came to looking at things gender-based. You know, yeah. with with this crime couple, where this had been done nowadays, she might have actually gone away more than he would have.
0: Yeah.
1: Or she might have got the
0: the. the or he could have just he he it, he might have, but they would have had him turn in state's evidence to get her because she's the one who killed the child, so exactly. she would have been. And, and but you know, still to this day, they don't like to. Execute women. True, but things are getting fairer,
1: and you know what? And one of the reasons they are getting fairer is because these these idea of gender norms are finally being sort of challenged. And we're also seeing one of the great things is we're seeing actual female, more female judges. Mm. And 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 I'm really thinking if more of we see of of women in the judicial system, whether that be prosecutors. Even on the defense side, also the judges, we're actually going to see more of where, and even criminal psychologists, I think that's very important because we need more female criminal psychologists out there to give that perspective, to be like, women are smart enough in good ways, but they're also smart enough to actually
0: be killers. We don't give credit on across the board and i think one of the reasons why they were able to have so many uh, uh, victims is because women were encouraged to have a man in their life some of the some of those women like okay with that the, the 66 year old woman would you know she just wanted a husband that's all she, you know, she was a widow, and she felt incomplete without her husband. See, and that's the thing that shows also
1: this that time as, as part of the problem, like, why we might not necessarily see the case that way it was then, mm-hmm. nowadays. Because when you're looking at the victims, a lot more women now are realizing they can be empowered. They don't have to go and just, like, find a man. They can... And when they're 60 years old, if they just want to go sleep around with random men or date around, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. They are liberated to do whatever Blash they want. They don't need a Sue man. Sue and happen. <laughs>
0: you know, they can, yes, they can be their own woman. Well, you know, it's um, um, another pr- one problem I do have with the movie is the way it treated the victims. It made them look like silly women.
1: And I don't she, th- I don't think they really were. So I think they were a product of their time, but I don't like, think they were silly like, women. Like,
0: like they had Janet Faye they go on in there and she's complaining because the 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 veal cutlet's a dollar 85. Yeah, so and then that was a And more, then of course, sure and of course uh, Martha has to get the veal cutlet just to piss her off, you know. And then the other woman having the birthday party for President Lincoln, and then next week they're going Because that was before they consolidated all the President's Day. You had Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday were both holidays, but they turned it into one day called President's Day, and it's for all the presidents.
1: So that's showing you the movie was made late 60s, was released early 70s, 1970.
0: That's just showing you even there there wasn't enough progress yet, man. And, the, and then she also, the, the woman that they put on the bus... She, oh, they made her just a, just a total airhead. You know, I mean, and the only woman in there is the woman at the lake. She's the only one that seems like a sensible person. Because when she sees the pathology between those two, she's almost like, I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, you're actually right. That was about the only one I could say that was kind of handled where you could see that.
0: <sighs> well, then she, you know, she's going pretending to drown herself, and then they're getting all lovey-dovey, and she's looking like what the fuck is this? And then she's still like, oh, well, wait, no, no, no. Uh, you, you know, you could just see that the, the actress was that good. She was, she like, was actually I'm processing the no. situation. Yeah. This is not for me. I'm going. And and,
1: that, and you bring up a great point because even though we talk about these women being a part of their child, I think the actual women, a lot of them probably were processing what was going on. They just couldn't
0: find the escape once they were that deep in. Yeah. And I, well, like the first woman, the one they don't kill, the, the, the school teacher? Yes. She just leaves, you know. She, she, but she was silly too. She's in the bathtub. Oh, Mama's gonna soak. Blah, 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 I, yeah. yeah, I, did, I She's mean, acting they, like so, and and calling people. I'm gonna be Mr. Ray, Mrs. Ray Fernandez. That was I'm, my issue. With I the can't movie. wait until I tell my students that I'm now Mrs. Fernandez. You know, and it's like they made these women look. Like, They're almost like lot. we want, almost like they wanted us to want them to die. And like I said, the only woman, the only sensible female character in there was that woman, the woman at the lake. Evelyn, That's the was the yeah, that was the only one they portrayed. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, she's she's there. She she thinks she's dating this guy. They kissing on you know, they kissing at the lake. Who's supposed to be his sister? Gets all mad and starts trying to kill herself. And she's noticing, wait, there's more to this, and you can see her face. And you, this is it. I'm gone. So I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't like the way the victims were treated. They did it almost like a blame the victim. And even, uh, even even uh, like I said, Delphine with the birthday party for President Lincoln and all. Well, maybe they were more worried about selling those Whitman samplers. Maybe they- <laughs> and even Martha was made, you know, it was a blubbering mess. And she was actually a strong woman, you know. And hey, look!
1: I went and bought one of those women samples just to I have know, to sit for the and podcast. It's sitting right
0: in front of us, and you haven't opened it yet.
1: Hey, hey! You got to, you got to go for. The, I, I saved the chocolate truffle that she ate first, just for you. Oh, you! It's, it's right me. there in That's the corner. That's okay. So I'm gonna eat the. Chocolate you eat the truffle. chocolate truffle on air. All right. This is, this I got, I, I bought the smaller one because I didn't want a whole bunch, and I don't have a nougat like she had. She had one of the nougats in her box. I think she had no the big box.
0: No wonder one this woman loves this candy. This is good.
1: All right, I'm just going to eat the goddamn molasses chew. I know it's weird, but I'm just going to go this for that. Okay, let's close it's this. sugar is going to go Let's close tomorrow. this back up. Let's close
0: this back up. Speaking of closing up, i got to swallow this candy first. Oh my God, you yeah. mm. <laughs> know. Mmm, Screw me, y'all. Mmm. Can you talk? Sip of water and then. I'm
1: gonna try to talk with it in my mouth. Cause All right. Too
0: chewy. You can follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at A Follow us on Facebook, the official page for Open Shutters, a creepy podcast. And on Instagram at Open Podcast. Our uh, email address is openshuthers at com. You can email any suggestions. We're also available on Anchor. We're available on Spotify, Radio Plus, and uh, what's the other one? Apple, huh? Uh-huh. And several other ones, Breaker and a couple other ones, too. So, <coughs> remember, as I eat my candy... <laughs> I'm enjoying my Kansas so I want you to enjoy the view from the open shutters. But don't
1: fall out the window.
0: Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. We'll see you next week. Next week we have the local case. That's pretty high profile. but oh, not, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yep. But uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you.